0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI-15. It is Friday, August 11th, 2023, and this is day 1969 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get Started. Father, we thank you and praise you and glorify you above all others. Thank you for being our mighty God, our Lord, our Savior. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace that you have upon us each and every day. Thank you for equipping us to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for today. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask my Lord that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Before we get to our message, I want to give you our T Zone Friday update. We have had a mighty good run, (laughs) we've just completed our third session of T-Zone. Actually, today is the last day and the kiddos are extremely excited. Uh, This third session we've made a few adjustments with payroll. We typically would do every two weeks, but since it's been uh, time for school to start, many of the kiddos and uh, getting ready for school and taking advantage of the no-tax day last week we've been paying them every week so most of the kids get paid next week that's that's what it's all about we're so grateful to god for the flexibility (laughs) to be able to do that and for you know all of your donations uh the other thing we did that was really uh amazing and great the kids uh, we put on like a little showcase uh presentation for United Way. They had a bus tour. They're one of our donors and partners. And so they asked if they could come by and they brought about on each tour, they did two bus tours to our location and each one they brought 10 to 15 people, uh, their partners that were from uh, a bank. And so they came and we were able to present. Our youth did an amazing job sharing what they had learned from communication skills to entrepreneurship, uh, you know, to uh, workforce skills and financial, talking about credit scores. And, you know, they just, they created a a panel and uh, did an interview, a mock interview asking, so what did you learn at T-Zone? So it was, you know, it was really good. And then afterward, our dance Instructor Miss Camille had taught us uh, a dance that the kids love and it's called church clap. So they did a presentation on that. And then one of our young men who is an amazing drummer, Mr. AJ, he played his drums. And uh, the people were just blown away by all that our youth are learning. And uh, they made to become supporters of T-Zone. We have our graduation coming up on August 19th from 12 to 2. It's on a Saturday. Please join us if you'd like. Uh, We are at Destiny Life Center, 4207 Blue Ridge Cutoff, directly across the street from the Chiefs Stadium. Our Saturday sessions begin in October, so uh, the first two Saturdays of each month we'll be doing those Saturday sessions and we're looking to add a third session so that we can do our DIY girls projects. We learned we've learned a lot through these sessions this year this the summer sessions and one of them is to reach more kids. We're looking to do two week sessions instead of 3 to 5 weeks. So, two-week sessions with uh, 20 kids uh, or no more than 25 per session, it would allow us a little bit more intimacy as it pertains to working with the youth and making sure everyone is getting it. And uh, we've been getting, like this session, we had 30. The last session, we had 40. And just making sure we're staffed up enough to handle all of the kiddos and give them exactly what they deserve as well, uh, the challenges are definitely the phones <laughs> oh my goodness but hey we're we're looking at some some things to do and uh helping the youth to use self control with their phones and putting them in the center of the table if they don't think that they can control themselves and not use it. it it's really something how these uh, the addiction to the phones, uh, just not being able to put them down, can interfere with class time. And I've talked with many educators that have said the same thing. So keep us in prayer about that. We're working on some creative ideas to Overcome that. We're also looking at doing all girls sessions and all boys sessions. That's another thing that we noticed with the DIY girls, how much easier it was to navigate and to keep everyone's keep everyone engaged uh, when there were no distractions uh, with you know people giggle, you know liking each other and things like that. And that happens; it's normal. We've got middle school age kiddos, so yeah. So we're we're. We're looking to do uh do just as good as we did last year with our youth, but enhancing things and making some adjustments. So we thank you all so much for all that you do for us at T Zone and for all of your support. It is going for a good cause. So many of our youth uh are, you know, advancing and growing and in in their knowledge and wisdom and how to deal with conflict and how to uh, navigate the workforce and how to start their own businesses. The majority of the kids want to start their own businesses. So we're excited and, and we will be offering entrepreneurship in schools for after school programs and meeting with a couple of schools to discuss that. And we're also offering entrepreneurship for adults. We're meeting with some a group uh, next week about that. So God is growing in and we're excited, but we want to make sure that we follow the path that the Lord has laid out for us. And uh, again, thank you all for your support. So let's get to the word. Today's message is do something about it. Yep, we have uh, the wherewithal to do something about the situation after praying about it see we don't just pray and do nothing so we're coming out of joshua chapter six and i am going to tell you a little about it then i'll read something some of it we're going through uh chapter seven so god had told uh joshua uh, that he was going to allow him to take over jericho it says in verse 1, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. Um, and uh, they were able to overcome that. But then it says here, uh, he says to him, The city and in verse 17, he says, The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her house shall be spared because she hid the spies we sent. But keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. Otherwise, you will make the camp of Israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. Now let's jump over to chapter 7, starting at verse 1. And it says, The Israelites were unfaithful in regard to the devoted things. Achan, son of Carmi, and the son of Zimri, the son of Zorah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of them. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near beth Aven, to the east of Bethel and told them, go up and spy out the region. So the men went up and spied out Ai. When they returned to Joshua, they said, not all of the army will have to go up against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it and do not weary the whole army, for only a few people live there. So about three thousand went up, but they were routed by the men of Ai, who killed about thirty-six of them. They chased the Israelites from the city gate as far as the stone quarries and struck them down on the slopes. At this, the hearts of the people melted in fear and became like water. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell face down to the ground before the Lord, before the ark of the Lord, remaining there till evening. The elders of Israel did the same and sprinkled dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring this people across the Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Pardon your servant, Lord. What can I say now uh, that Israel has been routed by its enemies? And this was a little group. A.I. was a small group of people, and they ran the Israelites out on top of killing some of their men. Verse 9, the Canaanites and the other people of the country will hear about this and they will surround us and wipe out our name from the earth. What then will you do for for your own great name? He's praying and crying out to the, to the Lord. The Lord said to Joshua, stand up. What are you doing down on your face Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant, which I commanded them to keep. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen. They have lied. They have put them with their own possessions. That is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore. Unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Go consecrate the people. Tell them, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow. Like, make yourself holy before the Lord. And then it says, For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. There are devoted things among you, Israel. You cannot stand against your enemies until you remove them. We have got a clean house many times before we can get what God has for us. He says, in the morning, present yourselves tribe by tribe. The The tribe of the Lord, the tribe the Lord chooses shall come forward clan by clan. The clan the Lord chooses shall come forward family by family. And the family the Lord chooses shall come forward man by man. Whoever is caught with The devoted things shall be destroyed by fire, along with all that belongs to him. He has violated the covenant of the Lord and has done an outrageous thing in Israel. Early the next morning, Joshua had Israel come forward exactly the way the Lord said. In verse 18 says, Joshua had his family come forward man by man. And Achan, son of Carmi, the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah was chosen. Then Joshua said to Achan, my son, give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel and honor him. Tell me what you have done. Do not hide it from me. Achan replied, it is true. I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel. This is what I have done. When I saw the plunder, a beautiful robe from Babylonia, 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing 50 shekels. I coveted them and took them. They are hidden in the ground inside my tent with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent. And there it was hidden in his tent with the silver underneath. They took the things from the tent, brought them to Joshua and all the Israelites and spread them out before the Lord. Then Joshua together with all all Israel took Achan, son of Zerah, the silver, the robe, the gold bar, his sons and daughters, Mm. his cattle, donkeys and sheep, his tent and all that he had to the valley of Achar. Joshua said, why have you brought this trouble on us? So often we don't even realize that when we sin, we bring trouble on others. The Lord will bring trouble on you today. Then all Israel stoned him, and after they had stoned the rest, they burned them. Over Achan they heaped a huge, large pile of rocks, which remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his fierce anger, therefore that place has been called the valley of acar ever since and we might say how could god do this to someone and we're so quick to blame god and the question should be how could i do such a thing against god you see god lets us know beforehand What will happen if we disobey him and so many of us are in a disobedient state? Not you, but I'm just saying in general, right? So many of us, I'm speaking to myself as well. We wonder why isn't this going right or that going right? Could it be because we have not done what God has given us to do? We need to do something about it. I remember recently when my flowers weren't growing like they usually do. They usually would just blossom and get so huge, and I noticed these look really shrunken and tiny. And and the Lord told me what it was, and uh, I didn't jump right to it. And and I was like, "But Lord, what about this?" He says, "Do something about it." I've already told you what it is, and so I did. I finally I went and got the fertilizer. Actually, I had it in my garage that I forgot to put in the dirt for these flowers like I normally would do. So I went and I sprinkled it on those flowers and they begin within a week or so blossoming. And they're just as big as the ones in the previous years. It's about doing what God would have us to do. Point number one, what areas in your house, your temple of God that the Lord has, has instructed you to clean out or things he's instructed you to do? and you've not done so. Sometimes even praying about it will do you no good until you're obedient to do what God has already told you to do. In verse chapter 7 verse 10 the Lord said to Joshua stand up. What are you doing on your face? Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant which I commanded them to keep. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen. They have lied. They have put them with their own possessions. And Achan did this over a, a robe and a, and a few bars of gold. He, he uh, sacrificed everything for that. We too do some of the same things that the Israelites did. What have you been asking the Lord to help you with? And he said, stand up. What about, what about things we put in our bodies that harm us? Think about a time when you became sick because of something you intentionally put in your body, knowing good and well that it does not agree with you. What about people in your life that the Lord has instructed you time and time again to separate yourself from? Every time you hang out with them, something horrible happens, and you may say something like, Lord, if you get me out of this, I won't ever do it again, or what about some of the places you go and the Lord instructed you to stop going there? And you wonder, why am I still struggling? Maybe it's an unforgiving attitude that's keeping you in an unforgiven state with God. You may be wondering why things are not going well for you. It could also be bitterness, anger, and revenge. That ties the hands of God since we decided to handle it ourselves. But we're wondering why God hasn't done anything about it. It's because we've not obeyed and have done not done what God has called us to do. And his word tells us what to do. Forgive. You know, he says, vengeance is mine. And if you don't forgive, we won't be forgiven. Or, or our sins and disobedience affect future generations as well. Look at how it affected, you know, uh, AI's children. That generation is gone that their children would have produced. You may wonder why your children and grandchildren won't obey you as they should. It could be because we're disobedient to God and we're reaping what we sow. Point number two, we serve such a loving God that he allows us many opportunities to get things right. Once we recognize our sin, our disobedience, we need to quickly repent and turn away from the evil and do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. That's really all it's about, you know, and it's a, and it's huge because so often we don't want to yield and God is saying yield and obey him. He loves us that much that he gives us so many chances. You know, I remember when we had our bakery in Raytown, and we had prayed, you know, about the space. It was, we had outgrown the space, and it was really like, oh, Lord, what to do? We need a sit-down area, because it was just more grab-and-go. And, And, uh, you know, we wanted a space for people to sit down. And after so long of praying about it, you know, God had given us the answer, (laughs) but we just didn't necessarily move very quickly on it. And that was to check with the landlord to see if that there was a space, uh, the space next door to us that we could maybe open that space up and use it to expand our bakery. And we finally asked (laughs) and and they worked out a deal with us and we were able to knock the wall out. And we had to add a bathroom because when you have dine-in, You need to have a restroom for the public. We only had a restroom for ourselves. So we did that. And God blessed us with so many more customers. But it was about us yielding and doing what God said to do after praying about it. (laughs) You know, we could have prayed about it. Okay, I don't know. Now what? And but, it, you know, I don't know how long we took before we literally did it. But God opened the doors, he provided the finances, and we were able to get that done. And we were able to increase our revenue, our bottom line. And it was just amazing. And not only that, get to know more customers. And as I said before to you, that location, and even when we moved to Crown Center, it was also a place of prayer where people could come in and and it, it, the word had gotten out and people would come in and say, hey. You know what? Can you pray for me or can you pray for my child? It was just, just blew my socks off to see what God uh, was doing through his uh, servants and uh, with the people that he would allow us to serve. What about you? What is it that you've been just sitting on? (laughs) You prayed about it. God has shown you what to do. He's shown you the problem, you know? And a lot of times the problem is us. Oh, yeah, babe. I can tell you some stories about that. But for the sake of time, I'll tell you another time. (laughs) But it's your day. So it's all about you today. What do you need to do? Take what God is showing you and get to cleaning up some things. Get rid of some things. Add some things that God is saying to add. And watch God show out and prosper you in ways that you would have never imagined. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, J a c k i e B Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn a little more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects. Thank you all again for all of your support. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I. will talk to you later. Bye-bye.